Welcome to As That Robot Voice Says, the Natural Crit Podcast, and thank you for boldly listening. What are we even talking about? Well, this podcast series is my take on naturopathic medicine, an area I've been studying for about 20 years, including my time in so-called scientific, non-sectarian, naturopathic medical school. My approach is a pairing of scientific skepticism and a deep knowledge of naturopathy's intimate details. In previous episodes of this series, I established that naturopathy is, essentially, a kind of knowledge-blending misrepresentation and irrationality. I have termed naturopathy both an epistemic conflation, falsely posing itself as an epistemic delineation, and the naturopathological. The science exterior is mixed with what is scientific, then that whole muddle is absurdly claimed to be science as an entire category, while particular sectarian science-ejected oath obligations and requirements are coded or camouflaged, therein effectively disguising naturopathy's system of beliefs in public view. Naturopathy's ultimate achievement is a profound erosion of scientific integrity and freedom of belief, packaged in the marketing veneers natural, holistic, integrative, and alternative, and improperly embedded in the academic category science. Episode Synopsis in this Natural Crit Podcast Episode 12, also known as Season 2, Episode 2, titled, quote, Preponderant and Universal Medical Ethical Codes and North American Naturopathy's Transgressions, unquote. I've been looking at modern medicine's ethical commitments and comparing those stringencies to naturopathy's anything-goes laxity. In this episode 12C1.2, which is the second half of the first part of the third part of episode 12, you'll have to forgive me, I cover a 1997 AANP-published book and a 2016 World Naturopathy Federation survey, the current AANP 2012 Code of Ethics, the Hawaii ND Law and its ND Ethics and ND Standard of Care, a recent Hawaii NPR radio interview of a naturopath by a board-certified internist, and I visit the webpages of three Hawaii NDs. Main text. 
Before I go through the national optional AANP code of ethics, but not optional in Hawaii, as we'll see for NDs licensed and practicing there, I'd like to point out something that for naturopathy is quite a long-standing strategy. Omission. Manipulative omission. Few people likely know that there is a 1997 AANP published book titled, quote, A Guide to Alternative Medicine, unquote, with ISBN 0785319840. 1997 was the year UB set up its from-scratch naturopathy college within a, quote, division of health sciences, unquote, while within that AANP book, you can easily find that naturopathy's basis is science exterior. You can easily get the book for almost nothing. I recommend using addall.com, A-D-D-A-L-L.com, and I've acquired a few copies over the years. We're told in the book's front material, quote, This publication was reviewed by the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians. The AANP's mission is to empower members of the association with the knowledge, tools, skills, and guidance to help them succeed in educating and guiding their communities and patients toward greater health and well-being and to transform the healthcare system from disease management to health promotion by incorporating the principles of naturopathic medicine, unquote. That's supposed AANP member empowerment through knowledge and opposed needed transformation as if modern medicine is completely on the wrong track and negligent. While naturopathy has something unique and superior, its principles, to fix it. For instance, the book states, quote, although the traditions and practices that fall under the heading alternative medicine are diverse, most share a common principle that sets them apart from allopathic medicine, health, unquote. What? Two things. Modern medicine is not allopathic. Unless you think modern medicine right now is the medicine of the late 1700s. And modern medicine does spend great amounts of time on health promotion and disease prevention. Take pediatrics, for instance, and the preventative vaccination for childhood illnesses. So, I think this is a false problem. Yet, naturopathy says it's a problem naturopathy's principles can fix. But, if you look at those principles, for instance, at Oregon.gov, you'll quickly see that what's not science is claimed to survive rigorous scientific scrutiny. So, that's the claim that illogic and falsehood is a fix. That can't work. There's no categorical integrity to the claimed problem or any categorical integrity to the claimed solution. Well, isn't that akin to racketeering, to grifting, convincing a mark that they have a problem they don't have, that one solves, wink wink, after inducing their behavior, and that one materially benefits from? Manipulation. 
So, you'd have expectations from AANP of health, knowledge, and empowerment, just from those two sentences I quoted, yet the book has a section titled, quote, Naturopathic Medicine, unquote, which tells us, quote, Naturopathy operates on the basis of six principles of healing. These precepts circumscribe a time-tested approach to healing that spans many traditions and still has room to grow and incorporate new therapies as they arise. Number one, the healing power of nature. Naturopathy believes that nature acts powerfully through healing mechanisms in the body and mind to maintain and restore health. Naturopathic physicians seek to restore and support these inherent healing systems through medicines and techniques that are in harmony with natural processes, unquote. And that's all you get. Now, when you compare that language with how NCNM describes naturopathy, as I often detail, and the Hawaii law, as I will detail, I simply must state the AANP and its members lie all the time. The type of lie is one of omission, where AANP and company pretend to be giving you a definition, but in reality, they completely avoid being transparent and to the thing itself, that life force or vital force that science ejected. The AANP manipulates by coding, by being opaque, by falsely posturing. And that's not healthy, that's not knowledge, that's victimizing, not empowering, that's a reversal of values. Jump currently to this here year 2016, and as I often mention, the AANP falsely labels homeopathy a quote medicinal science unquote, neglecting to mention that homeopathy is instead scientifically false. And, of course, we're told this whopper in the same section of the 1997 book, quote, The science of homeopathy is a prominent part of many naturopathic practices, unquote. I agree, it's prominent, but it's not science. Now, homeopathy wasn't science in 1997, and its science exteriority has only increased across the decades. So, in my view, naturopaths are fucking nuts. Decades of fucking nuts. And if you let naturopaths speak or write long enough, they begin to expose their omitted underbelly accidentally. We're told in the same naturopathic section in the 1997 book, quote, The oriental concept of life force, or chi, and the naturopathic concept of the healing power of nature are similar in theory, if not in language, unquote. That's an equation. That's an admission of coding. But that, quote, life force, unquote, wasn't in AANP's definition of healing power of nature in the book a couple pages before or on AANP's 1998 webpage, supposedly defining naturopathy when I started naturopathy school at UB, and it isn't in AANP's current definition. Now, in a previous part of this episode, I'd mentioned naturopathy's fusion of medicine and religion. This book has some interesting things to say along those lines. We're told, 
quote, religion and spirituality, the search for meaning and an understanding of how we fit into the world is central to the world's religions. While the names may differ, virtually all cultures and societies hold a belief in a higher power or universal life force. In the West, the most common religions are focused on the Judeo-Christian God. A number of cultures recognize a universal life force or life energy, such as chi in China or prana in India, unquote. So that's an admission that vitalism, spiritism, aka healing power of nature, aka animatism, is like monotheistic religious belief. But, as I've said before, science doesn't support such supernaturalism, religiosity, theology, and instead does its job through evidence, mundanity, and parsimony. But naturopathy does do that belief voodoo while lying to us all that it is categorically, quote, science, unquote, and medically relevant which is a degradation of scientific integrity and freedom of belief, a basic human right. Because my freedom to believe or not believe, if I were to be within naturopathy, as I was for four years as an ND school student, is being abrogated by Naturopathy Incorporated, insisting that what is merely one choice of many choices as an act of faith or belief is instead an objective fact. And AANP says they empower now, here's an amazing document that just graciously reared its head, which is also helpful at exposing naturopathy's often hidden essence. The World Naturopathic Federation's, quote, Naturopathic Roots Report, unquote, of June 2016. We get in it naturopaths talking to naturopaths globally and a look beneath naturopathy's usually opaque public facade. Here are its American participants. Quote, Appendix 1, Demographics of Respondents, Naturopathic Institutions, unquote, lists, quote, Marsha Prenguber, N.D., Dean, University of Bridgeport, College of Naturopathic Medicine, at bridgeport.edu, my alma mater, Jane Giltonan, N.D., Dean, Bastyr University, at bastyr.edu, Melanie Hendrickson, N.D., L.A.C., CNM, Dean, National University of Natural Medicine, at ncnm.edu, Paul Mittman, N.D., E.D.D., President, Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine, at scnm.edu, unquote. And the, quote, Naturopathic Roots Committee, unquote, includes, quote, Dr. Joanne Yanez, N.D., M.P.H., C.A.E., unquote, who is the AANMC's executive director, that North American ND School Consortia? The document tells us, quote, The World Naturopathic Federation, Naturopathic Roots Committee, was created in June of 2015 to collect and codify the foundational knowledge of naturopathy, including naturopathic history, definitions, principles, and theories from around the world. A mandate of the WNF, Naturopathic Roots Committee, is to create ways of conserving, clarifying, and communicating the traditional and global naturopathic knowledge 
and the core foundational principles and theories of naturopathy slash naturopathic medicine. Survey design and process. Between November 2015 and January of 2016, a 25-question survey was created and approved by the WNF Naturopathic Roots Committee. The survey included seven questions specific to information relating to the person that filled out the survey and general questions about the school they represented. Four questions were specific to the general curriculum. Twelve questions related to how naturopathic history, philosophy, principles, and theories are integrated into the curriculum. Two questions related to the teaching of naturopathic and clinical diagnostics and modalities. The survey request was sent by email in February of 2016 to 85 naturopathic institutions from 49 different countries with a complete naturopathic program and a minimum standard of 1,500 teaching hours. Follow-up email requests and phone calls were made to participants who did not respond initially. By the end of April 2016, 36 naturopathic institutions had responded to the survey. The ones that were incomplete or that were duplicates were deleted. We were left with 30 complete responses representing 17 different countries. The survey response rate was 36%, unquote. And here's where we get the essentially naturopathic, what they call the, quote, core, unquote. The results included, quote, there is high agreement on the six naturopathic principles taught at the naturopathic institutions. The six consistent principles with their associated percentages include healing power of nature, vis medicatrix naturae, 97%. The following 10 naturopathic philosophies and theories are taught at over 70% of all naturopathic institutions, including vital force, which is taught in 96% of all schools, and the following seven naturopathic modalities or core to most naturopathic programs, including homeopathy, unquote. So there's hugely solid information from within naturopathy on a global scale. Naturopathy is, at its core, committed to the science ejected. There's an interesting equation, too. We're told, quote, vital force, a.k.a. vis vitalis, a.k.a. the theory of vitality, unquote. Now, I've often pointed out that in the next generation science standards, quote, vis vitalis, unquote, is chosen as an example of the science ejected. At nap.edu, that's National Academies Press, we're told from, quote, a framework for K-12 science education practices, cross-cutting concepts, and core ideas, unquote, from 2012, which was authored by the Committee on a Conceptual Framework for New K-12 Science Education Standards, the Board on Science Education, the Division of Behavioral and Social Sciences and Education, and the National Research Council, quote, Science is replete with ideas that once seem promising but have not withstood the test of time, such as the concept of the ether or the vis vitalis, the vital force of life, unquote. And because the University of Bridgeport was a respondent to the WNF survey and, quote, vital force, unquote, is so core to naturopathy, isn't it interesting that UB's ND program is housed within a, quote, division of health science? 
sciences, unquote, and that UB's explanation of vis medicatrix naturae in their school catalog does not transparently describe that, quote, vital force, unquote. UB merely states, quote, the following principles are the foundation of naturopathic medical practice, the healing power of nature, vis medicatrix naturae. Naturopathic medicine recognizes an inherent self-healing process in the person, which is ordered and intelligent. Naturopathic physicians act to identify and remove obstacles to healing and recovery, and to facilitate and augment this inherent self-healing process, unquote. And that's all you get. We should be told, vital force, science ejected, wackaloon science definitions, and all that kind of transparency. How dishonest. Again, manipulative omission. We don't deserve to know, so we can then decide. Oh, and by the way, UB's naturopathic college dean, N.D. Prenguber, was the one who spoke before the Connecticut General Assembly, a.k.a. lawmakers, in 2014, stating, quote, My name is Marsha Prenguber. I am a naturopathic physician, and I've recently returned to the state of Connecticut to live and work here as a newly appointed dean of the College of Naturopathic Medicine at the University of Bridgeport. I received my naturopathic medicine degree from the College of Naturopathic Medicine in Oregon, now National University of Natural Medicine, formerly NCNM. I also completed a residency in naturopathic oncology. I'm the past president of the Council on Naturopathic Medical Education, the U.S. Department of Education recognized programmatic accrediting body for naturopathic schools. That experience provided me with the skills to evaluate the academic and clinical aspects of the naturopathic schools and evaluate each program against the rigorous standards of the accrediting body, unquote. So that is an assurance. But keep in mind the word assurance does begin with the letters A-S-S. These S's and their assurances. Pseudo rules number one continued the current 2012 AANP Code of Ethics. The public document at the AANP's naturopathic.org, quote, Code of Ethics, unquote, states in its purpose, quote, A naturopathic physician shall abide by the following code of ethics in order to provide protection to the general public, unquote. So that's rules to protect the public clinically, academically, and commercially, as in globally. That's an assurance. While in this series, and just above, I've easily shown that naturopathy is a racket clinically, academically, and commercially. So with false assurances galore, naturopathy in North America is a confidence game. From bow to stern. Regarding an ND violating AANP's Code of Ethics, we're told, quote, The failure to comply with any of the provisions of this section shall subject a member to reprimand or revocation of membership in the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians, unquote. But what if the AANP itself violates its Code of Ethics each and every day, particularly in terms of web communication, and they 
they do, claiming science subset homeopathy is quite dishonest, which is, as we'll see, a violation of AANP's first principle of honesty, and in not transparently defining healing power of nature, we have AANP violating their stipulation, quote, convey relevant information in terms the patient can understand, unquote, which is AANP's eighth principle, in violation for decades. Now, earlier in this episode, I had said such things as, quote, naturopathies anything goes, ethical laxity and required fraudulence, professional and medical ethical codes, and naturopathies lack thereof. No such similar formalized mandatory broad ethical code applies to naturopaths. Without a mandatory ethical code, naturopaths can do what they want in terms of rules within naturopathy, basically. Quite optional, quite sparse, and therein quite a joke. Naturopathy's anything-goes pattern of behavior. Ethical standards exist in every profession except naturopathy. Because naturopathy doesn't have such standards, all professionals share the obligation of being accountable for their choices and actions. Of course, naturopaths aren't if they don't have a code of conduct, unquote. With AANP itself in violation of its own code of ethics... Who has ever heard of such a thing, never mind seen such a thing, I'll repeat my overarching term, pseudo-rules, and reinforce the fact that that code of ethics is couched in laxity, required fraudulence, anything goes, opacity, duplicity, and reversed values. The AANP code is simply fake. It's as fake as the, quote, science, unquote, label UB and BU use upon the patently science exterior and rejected. Now, AANP membership, like AMA membership, is optional. Yet in Hawaii, for instance, this code, as we'll see, is in the ND law. So that sets a kind of preponderance there without AANP membership. In that sense, for Hawaii, there is a mandatory naturopathic ethical code because it is the law. What's weird, as we'll see, is that therein what must be enforced is that laxity required fraudulence. Anything goes, opacity, duplicity, and reversed values, as if rigorous, not fraudulent, limited, transparent, honest, and forthright. Comparatively, in Connecticut, where I live, there is no code of ethics mentioned that I can find that would be implemented by the state or the Connecticut nature paths at least in terms of the Connecticut Naturopathy Association, the Connecticut Law, and the Connecticut ND School. That's a sweet arrangement. In that sense, naturopathy doesn't have a mandatory ethical code in Connecticut, and naturopaths have no such, shall we say, worries. And even if the Connecticut ND were an AANP member, I don't think there are any worries. Naturopathy is all about a deep-seated, comfortable fakeness. Specifically, at the Connecticut Naturopathic Physicians Association, CNPA, at cnpaonline.org, there are no hits for, quote, code of ethics, unquote, when searching the site, and there is no ethics document to be found when searching the site for the term, quote, ethics, unquote. Amazing. So, it's surprising to say, done. That's me having talked about the Connecticut Naturopaths Association, 
for this episode in terms of ethics, because it's simply an ethics wasteland, and therefore such a brief entry is all I have to include. And naturopathy's push here in Connecticut for what they call modernization is not being forced to create a code of ethics or standard of care by any state entity the way Hawaii Indies were forced by the state of Hawaii, even though that modernization will include quite aggressive and invasive procedural permission. Connecticut Indies are, in that sense, without ethical boundary, aka ethically unfettered, and the lawmakers supporting them are quite ignorant regarding a need for necessary restraints. It looks to me like the state actually favoring a particular belief system, which is an Establishment Clause violation. Regular medicine has to be much more epistemically true without sectarian obligation and so much more transparent, and it has ethical boundaries. Now, Hawaii legislated naturopathy's sectarian belief system within their Indy law, that vitalism, spiritism, along with a standard of care directed at that figmentation, as we'll see. You may think I'm kidding, and that alone I'd find amusing because it's quaint when I find someone getting wide-eyed about this lunacy called naturopathy. So, when naturopathy critics state broadly that quote, naturopathy doesn't have any standard of care or code of ethics, unquote, they are wrong. It depends on location. What exists is relative geopolitically. It is more accurate to say, quote, naturopathy has an optional broad ethical code if you are an AANP member, but Hawaii has legislated that code and with it a fantastical standard of care, unquote. Because, just because there are rules, be careful you don't assume such are rational, I I say fantastical because naturopathy is legally mandated in Hawaii towards treatment of a science-ejected supernatural figmentation. And as it stands right now, I know of no other state that has mandatory pseudo-medical naturopathic sectarian behavioral strictures so explicitly stated, not even in the Pacific Northwest. And of course, here's another point. Breaches by NDs are peer-reviewed. In other words, even if there are rules, naturopaths regulate themselves. And if the AANP is any measure of such, no worries again. Is AANP going to cite members for implementing AANP's own strategy and mimicking AANP? Regionally, the Hawaii Naturopathy Board looks at accused naturopaths there, and I can't imagine someone like Andy Traub, who headed that Hawaii board for so long, who is very deep into naturopathy's homeopathy and is a graduate of NCNM, which perpetually miseducates so much not science as science having a problem with pseudoscience, pseudotherapeutics, pseudodiagnostics and such. Why would absurdity have a problem with itself? At the very bottom of the AANP code document, we're actually told, quote, it was scheduled for review August 2015 and was approved as the full code of ethics August 2012, unquote. So it has been ratified and then reviewed in the course of the last five or so years. There are nine general areas in the AANP code. Honesty, improper relationship, privacy, performance, obligation, competence, discrimination, communication, and conflicts of interest. I'll now run through the parts that I feel are pertinent. The AANP code principle, honesty. We're told in the AANP code, quote, a naturopathic physician shall conduct himself or herself in an honest 
manner shall not represent him or herself to patients or the public in an untruthful misleading or deceptive manner and shall not engage in advertising that is false or deceptive unquote by the way i consider any naturopathic web page written by either naturopaths or their organizations to be drawing towards naturopathy practices so i consider them to be advertising so that's honesty, not being untruthful, not being misleading, not being deceptive, and not being false. But naturopathy is pseudoscience, and pseudo means false. And though no false and deceptive advertising is allowed, why is it that right now I can quote false categorizations from ND Sheikman and Bridgeport.edu, the Connecticut ND School. ND Sheikman's bio page states, for fuck's sake, that she's an AANP member and UB's naturopathy school promotes in their school catalog the AANP definition of naturopathy, while UB claims affiliation with the AANP on its, quote, accreditation and associations, unquote, page. At Bridgeport.edu, we've got the page page, quote, health sciences programs, unquote, housed within a, quote, health sciences center, unquote, which includes naturopathy. And UB naturopathy has mandatory homeopathy. That is dishonest, untruthful, misleading, deceptive, false. Again, why is it that right now I can go to the fucking AANP itself using the google.com search filter site naturopathic.org homeopathy medicinal science and get the document, quote, Zycam is not homeopathy, unquote, wherein NDs Coward and Lewis tell us falsely, quote, homeopathy is a 200-year-old medicinal science, unquote. That is dishonest, untruthful, misleading, deceptive, false. Why is it that, on the AANP's description of naturopathy, the webpage titled, quote, Definition of Naturopathic Medicine, unquote, we're not told of the science ejected, vitalism, spiritism, at the heart of naturopathy. Transparently, we're merely told, as in that 1997 AANP book, Quote, the following principles are the foundation of naturopathic medical practice. Number one, the healing power of nature, vis medicatrix naturae. Naturopathic medicine recognizes an inherent self-healing process in people that is ordered and intelligent. Naturopathic physicians act to identify and remove obstacles to healing and recovery, and to facilitate and augment this inherent self-healing process, unquote. Such manipulative opacity. That's coded vitalism, a strategic lie of omission, which is not honest, not truthful, misleading, deceptive, extremely false in the sense of, quote, definition, unquote. That's me having only read one sentence from the first AANP Code of Ethics item. So much for public protection. And those two last examples are from the AANP itself. The adjudicating source of the AANP Code of Ethics. The AANP enforces ethicality. Wink, wink. The AANP Code Principle Performance. We're told in this section, quote, A naturopathic physician shall perform professional tasks and responsibilities to the best of the naturopathic physician's ability and standards of care and refrain from engaging in any behavior that will detract from his or her ability to engage in the competent practice of naturopathic medicine, unquote. 
So that's BEST, a naturopathic standard of care, the competent practice of naturopathic medicine. The Hawaii, quote, naturopathic standard of care, unquote, like what I've mentioned from NCNM, Andy Sheikman, Yale, AANP, and the World Naturopathic Federation mandates, as we'll see, that naturopathic clinical activity, aka performance, be directed towards its vital force, healing power of nature, figmentation. That would be competent performance in naturopathy land. In fact, as we'll see in the second half of this episode 12, part 3, the AANMC's, quote, professional competency profile, unquote, which has the root or stem principle in it at least 28 times, mandates, quote, integrate naturopathic philosophy, theory, and principles with naturopathic medical knowledge in the care of patients and case management, including the assessment, diagnosis, and treatment phases. These principles are the cornerstone of the naturopathic doctor's approach to the patient, and their application provides for individualized care. These core principles include cooperate with the healing powers of nature, unquote. I'll term this AANMC's directive to fix that figmentation while pretending it's a fact. In other words, the heart of naturopathy is lunacy, the naturopathological, where clinical activities are pretended to be scientifically affecting a figmentation. And by the way, that AANMC document doesn't have the terms vital or force in it, though it stated naturopathy's principles. Opacity again, that is quite obviously dishonest and business as usual. One could argue that this naturopathic act is quite the performance. The AANP Code Principle Obligation Obligation is one of the larger parts of the AANP code. We're told, quote, The fundamental and primary obligation of a naturopathic physician is to the patient and the maintenance and improvement of the patient's health and well-being, unquote. So that's fiduciary duty, a.k.a. the primacy of patient welfare. Supposedly, because purveyors of falsehood are first and foremost obligated to themselves and their lies. Obligation goes on, quote, A naturopathic physician shall at all times seek to employ methods of diagnosis and therapy that are consistent with naturopathic medical philosophy and principles of practice practice, scientific principles, and evidence, and the naturopathic physician's training and experience, and shall provide patients with information about those diagnostic approaches, therapies, and potential alternative diagnostic approaches and therapies, so that the patient may give fully informed consent to the recommended diagnostic approaches or treatments as part of the obligation to provide care, a naturopathic physician shall use his or her best efforts to facilitate a patient's access to high-quality, safe, and reliable medicines. 
medical devices, diagnostic tests, and supplements. A naturopathic physician shall not compromise safety or clinical effectiveness. The naturopathic physician shall refrain from recommending medicines or treatments of a secret nature. I shit you not, they say, of a secret nature, and shall adequately disclose the contents of medicines, or the nature and description of treatments recommended to a patient. Furthermore, all therapies shall be monitored by the naturopathic physician in a timely manner, utilizing reliable means, in order to accurately assess the patient's response to employed treatments, unquote. So that was compliance with naturopathy's principles and philosophy, i.e. vitalism, spiritism, and such, and, I'd argue, compliance with a science-as-anything worldview falsely posed as legitimate science, a.k.a. naturopathy's essential pseudo-philosophy, because actual philosophy is about love of learning, not about love of sectarian ignorance and knowledge warping. The term, quote, scientific, unquote, explicitly stated, but if you look closely, it is serially listed in terms of priority, as also there secondarily, and therein not required to be the filter in terms of creating a knowledge rigor. Naturopathy's principles and philosophy are instead the primary obligation, an obligation to a knowledge laxity. Therefore, I'll call this scientific a la carte. As if fully informed consent by providing information, yet naturopathy's knowledge and information demarcations are shit, so their knowledge is shit. And how can one fully consent in such a shitty knowledge context? Plus, naturopathy is hiding so much simultaneously as shit camouflaged as an edible sandwich. Therefore, naturopathy's knowledge quality is a shit sandwich. Safety and effectiveness, but how are you safe and effective if you are batshit crazy willfully ignorant? Therein, you wouldn't even know what you know. You wouldn't know much of anything in terms of actual knowledge. No secrets regarding, ironically, quote, nature, unquote. And disclose reliability, accuracy, and diligent follow-up. But wasn't hiding the essential vitalism at the heart of naturopathy in the AANP's principles? I'd just mentioned making truly, literally, the nature of naturopathy's healing power of nature secret, secret nature, coded, obscured, science-ejected vitalism. Now, the language in this, quote, obligation, unquote, principle is, quote, consistent with naturopathic medical philosophy and principles of practice, scientific principles and evidence, and the naturopathic physician's training and experience, unquote. Since science and evidence and naturopathic philosophy and principles of practice and training are quite at odds, quote, consistent, unquote, is quite the impossible goal. The message is, you must comply, be consistent with our institutionalized inconsistency and pose it as sane. Also, though, quote, accurately assess, unquote, is mandated, how in this world do you accurately assess a non-parsimonious, 
figmentation and for effects upon that figmentation. And in this, quote, obligation, unquote, section, it seems naturopaths have given themselves permission to engage in retail sales, particularly in relation to what they advise their patients take as supplements. Let's call this permission to double dip. For example, later I'll mention how N.D. Traub's naturopathic oncology patients are alerted to the fact that they'll be buying $250 worth of supplements from his practice a month. The AANP code principle competence. In quote competency unquote, we're told Quote, a naturopathic physician shall maintain proficiency and competence and be diligent in the provision and administration of patient care. A naturopathic physician shall recognize and exercise professional judgment within the limits of his or her qualifications and collaborate with others, seek counsel, or make referrals as appropriate. When expanding the naturopathic treatments or services provided to patients, the naturopathic physician shall pursue the appropriate advanced education and training. A naturopathic physician shall dedicate sufficient time to each patient in order to provide, to the best of the naturopathic physician's ability, accurate, comprehensive, and individualized patient assessment and treatment." Unquote. So that's proficiency, competence, diligence, professional judgment, qualification limits, collaboration and referral, advanced education and training, accuracy, comprehensiveness, and individualization. But isn't labeling what is patently science exterior for decades as science, academically, commercially, and clinically, quite an obvious incompetence and lack of proficiency, diligence, judgment, accuracy, and comprehensiveness? Blame them naturopathy educational institutions, which are the patient zeros of the epistemic infection of stupid that characterizes the naturopathic. I can't state this strongly enough. Naturopathy, at its very basis of knowledge demarcation, is grossly incompetent to the point of mental illness, or perhaps retardation. The AAMP Code Principle Communication I think communication is where so much also goes wrong, so to speak, in terms of naturopathy's relationship with society. We're told in this section, quote, A naturopathic physician has a duty to not only communicate effectively with a patient, but also to educate the patient and convey relevant information in terms the patient can understand, providing adequate opportunity for the patient to ask questions and discuss matters related to the patient's care. Naturopathic physicians shall treat the patient as a respected partner in their health and illness process and treat with respect communication of the patient's concerns, symptoms, perspectives, and medical history as a highly valued resource in determining the individual underlying causes of the patient's illness or ill health, unquote. So that's duty to effectively communicate and convey relevant information, educate, discussion, respect, and highly valued. You've got to be kidding me because for almost 20 years I can say this outright as an unwitting participant and now critical observer of this lunacy naturopaths are experts at miscommunication and suppression of relevant information this is abundantly clear published paper-based materials including the MD Smith and Logan paper from 2002 which I'll be getting to United States Postal Service sent materials from the principles and web page upon web page upon web page are opaque 
or false in their claims. And here's where I get super deep into the naturopathological. Naturopaths are quite concerned that their treatments not, quote, suppress, unquote, their vital force spirit figmentation, while naturopaths hide or suppress that concept so often while claiming to define naturopathy. So, huge suppression is the naturopathic way, not naturopathy's antithesis. Suppression of knowledge. So how can there be informed consent, generally speaking? There's finally the requirement that, quote, a naturopathic physician shall only provide or recommend services that are medically necessary or deemed to be beneficial for an individual patient, unquote. Really? So that's medically necessary and required benefit. An ND would violate both by providing something not beneficial or something not medically necessary. Oh my. Treating a vital force spirit figment is not specifically medically necessary. Giving a homeopathic remedy is not specifically beneficial. Minimally therein, all the ND schools that train these ways are in violation of this beneficence mandate with their healing power of nature-based oath to graduate and mandatory homeopathy courses and clinical homeopathy competencies required of ND students to graduate because figmentation falsely posed as fact is not beneficial because empty remedies are not beneficial or necessary. Unless you think deception is beneficial and necessary and nothing but placebo is beneficial and necessary. So that's what I find pertinent from the AANP's Code of Ethics currently, there may never be a greater hypocrisy in existence. North American naturopathy deserves some kind of pinnacle of deception award. Naturopaths in Hawaii, their law, and that law's ethics and practice standards requirement. Now, when I search the Hawaii Naturopaths Collective site, their society, hawaiiend.org, it turns out there are no hits for the terms code or ethics. Amazing again. A code of ethics is written into the naturopaths' law, but the naturopaths don't put it on their own naturopathy society's site. HSNP appears to have an attempting-to-be-hidden code of ethics. What they must abide by, they do not transparently easily share. What's new? Naturopathy's omissions are quite ubiquitous. My state CNPA, comparatively, has nothing to hide, which also means nothing to abide by, as we saw. Though I would think if you are a state AANP affiliate, you would have to abide by the AANP's Code of Ethics, and you would publish that if you were forthright, if you made sense. The Hawaii HSNP NDs have hidden their code, or at least don't share it freely, apparently. Perhaps they hope that the public won't be finding any nature pets being unethical if the public doesn't have a something to compare an ND's behavior against. But the state of Hawaii does detail that something, a naturopathic code of ethics and standard of practice, because this is what is legally required, so it is iterated in a law, and the law must be publicly posted. This is a good example of why private entities must be muscled for the common good in terms of free 
freedom of information and in terms of public protection. Let's take a look at what Hawaii has available as rules governing NDs. Let me remind that I'm emphasizing the prefix, quote, pseudo, unquote, this whole episode part, fake. Hawaii's ND Law. At cca.hawaii.gov, there's the Hawaii Department of Commerce and Consumer Affairs Professional and Vocational Licensing page, quote, PVL Hawaii Administrative Rules, unquote. On that page, there's a link titled, quote, H.A.R. Chapter 88, Nature Paths, unquote. Notice the label, quote, professional, unquote, supposedly, overarching all those listed. The list includes, quote, boxing, unquote, and, quote, pest control, unquote. That link brings us to a cca.hawaii.gov PDF titled, quote, Department of Commerce and Consumer Affairs Amendment and Compilation of Chapter 1688, Hawaii Administrative Rules, November 8th, 2013, Summary, unquote. I'll call this document, quote, 1688, unquote, for the sake of brevity. Now, I guess this is the ND Licensure Law's particulars, though the directing page confusedly tells us, quote, these are unofficial Hawaii Administrative Rules, unquote. What a bureaucratic delight. How does that work? One unofficially breaches those unofficial rules or something and is unofficially sanctioned, and this is a statute, and they do it officially. I abhor vagueness, particularly when it comes to basic citizen rights, like the right to clarity, the right to be duly informed, the right to have two plus two equal four. Someone is laughing their pants off in sadistic, bureaucratic, anti-clarity, psychopathy, methinks. But I'll take this page as the ND rules. These are the, quote, rules, unquote, created by naturopathy in partnership with the Hawaii, quote, dot gov, unquote, in the context of commerce and consumer protection, supposedly. And oh, how strange they are, as we'll see. 1688 tells us, Quote, this chapter is intended to clarify and implement Chapter 455 HRS to the extent that the provisions thereunder may be best effectuated and the public interest most effectively protected, unquote. This led me to find a cca.hawaii.gov page, quote, HRS Chapter 455, Naturopathic Medicine, unquote. Its file path is, quote, Home Boards Licensing Area, Naturopathic Medicine, Statute Statute, rule chapter, HRS chapter 455, naturopathic medicine, unquote. It only contains a link to a PDF titled, quote, chapter 455, naturopathic medicine, unquote, and it is worth looking at briefly. It seems to be the law behind 1688, and 1688 seems to be its implementation. For brevity, I'll refer to it as, quote, 455, unquote. The only thing 455 says about ethics is that a naturopathy governing board, quote, shall establish standards of practice, care, and ethics, and it shall sanction conduct or practice contrary to recognized standards of ethics of the naturopathic profession, unquote. 455 lists bad things such as, quote, procuring or aiding or abetting in procuring a criminal abortion, employing any person to solicit patients, obtaining a fee on the assurance that a manifestly incurable disease can be permanently cured, betraying a patient's confidence, making any untruthful and improbable statement in advertising one's naturopathic practice or business, false 
fraudulent or deceptive advertising, being habituated to excessive use of drugs or alcohol, or being addicted to, dependent on, or an habitual user of a narcotic, barbiturate, amphetamine, hallucinogen, or other drug having similar effects, practicing naturopathic medicine while the ability to practice is impaired by alcohol, drug, physical disability, or mental instability, procuring a license through fraud, misrepresentation, or deceit, or knowingly permitting an unlicensed person to perform activities requiring a license, professional misconduct, or gross carelessness, or manifest incapacity in the practice of naturopathic medicine, conduct or practice contrary to recognized standards of ethics of the naturopathic profession, using medical service or treatment which is inappropriate or unnecessary, submitting to or filing with the board any notice, statement, or other document required under this chapter which is false or untrue or contains any material misstatement of fact, failure to report to the board any disciplinary action taken against the licensee in another jurisdiction within 30 days after the disciplinary action becomes final, using the title physician without clearly identifying oneself as being a naturopathic physician, prescribing, administering, and dispensing naturopathic formulary that are not included in the formulary established by the board under section 455-6 and regarding violation of any provision of this chapter or rules adopted under this chapter, any fine imposed by the board after a hearing in accordance with chapter 91 shall be no less than $500 and no more than $10,000 for each violation, unquote. So let me get this straight. What is basically an untruthful confidence racket and bad is barred from betraying a patient's confidence, being untruthful, and basically being bad. And 455 does mention, quote, homeopathic medicines as part of the naturopathic formulary, along with vitamins, minerals, dietary supplements, botanical medicines, hormones, and those legend drugs consistent with naturopathic medical practice. And legend drug means any drug falling within section 503B1 of the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, and which is required to be labeled with the statement RX only. Parenteral therapy means the administration of substances by means other than through the gastrointestinal tract, including intravenous, subcutaneous, and intramuscular injection, unquote. We're also told, quote, naturopathic medicine means the practice of the art and science of diagnosis, prevention, and treatment of disorders of the body by support, stimulation, or both of the natural processes of the human body, unquote. So science is posed and natural is posed as opposed to not science and supernatural, but of course, science and natural are not specifically defined. So we are to take these definitions, I would then say, as what is typical. And of course, naturopathy's usage of those terms is anything but typical. And that was, too, if you notice, coded vitalism. As we can see from naturopathy, science is anything, including the patently science-ejected and unscienceable, and natural can contain supernatural figmentation. Now, back to 1688, which is a large document, the law's implementation. I've already covered the code of ethics part, which basically mirrors what I excerpted from the AANP code. And I do wonder if the AANP adopted the existing Hawaii Code in 2012 as cover due to Dr. Atwood's 2004 Medscape criticism as something to point to as if, like their science as if. In this document, the ethics part is outlined as, quote, 168880, unquote. The standard of practice part is what I want to detail now, outlined as, quote,
quote, 1688-81, unquote. The first thing I've noticed is that the root Sion, S-C-I-E-N, is not in the 1688 document. The standard of practice of Hawaii naturopathy is not obligated to science as its primary knowledge type. So basically, epistemically speaking, naturopathy's treatments are unfettered when it comes to knowledge type. In this day and age, as if now we're the Dark Ages, as if we are now intellectually previous to the Enlightenment. For naturopathy, any knowledge kind goes as a standard of practice. And from that, therein, anything as activity is permitted as medicine, can be justified as medicine. And that's an anti-standard, in my humble opinion, a standardized anti anti-standard. This is quite the reversal of values. Standards without a reliable, mundane, epistemic baseline, while there is a requirement for, quote, a mechanism for timely evaluation of plan effectiveness, unquote. But without a directly mandated requirement that such be of scientific rigor, well, I guess a Ouija board, a divining rod, astrology, or a pendulum are also acceptable as mechanisms for assessing a naturopathic treatment's efficacy. And we all know how reliable people are with those tools. Now, this will blow your socks off. In terms of just how sectarian and lunatic this Hawaii law is, after 455 told us, quote, not to be untruthful and improbable, false, fraudulent, or deceptive, not to engage in fraud, misrepresentation, or deceit, professional misconduct, or gross carelessness, or manifest incapacity, not to do what is false or untrue, unquote, we're told in the Hawaii ND law that an ND's treatment must be quote, based on naturopathic principles, including stimulating a patient's vital force to promote healing, or in special instances, supplementing or replacing the action of the vital force when the patient is unable to respond to curative treatment, unquote. But, quote, vital force, unquote, is the falsest of premises in terms of modern science, and to pose such as science and medically relevant is, as I've stated in a deposition, cultic mystical weirdness. The naturopathic of diseased nature, of diseased knowledge, of diseased thinking. No wonder science is not required as a filter. Naturopathy would lose its focus. A science ejected medieval, supernatural, non-parsimonious, superstitious figmentation. How is such legislated figmentation relevant to human health and illness, diagnosis, and treatment? It's like legislating belief in Odin or Zeus. And how does such a legislated sectarian mandate relate to civil rights, particularly concerning religious freedom and religious neutrality, a.k.a. the Establishment Clause? In other words, should a state mandate a particular belief into law? Is that not a religious test? And how is holding up such sectarian falseness as relevant and actual not untruthful and improbable, false, fraudulent, or deceptive, fraud, misrepresentation, deceit, professional misconduct, or gross carelessness or manifest incapacity, false, untrue. 
Now, coincidentally, an NPR interview at a Hawaii radio station was just published online featuring tooth-sucking Hawaii Andy Benchuk, an SCNM graduate, while I'm writing this episode part. The claim is that we'll be truly informed about naturopathy. So this caught my ear. So let's talk about that for a little bit. And the two geniuses involved, the two informing paragons, a naturopathic doctor and a medical doctor host. At N.D. Benchuk's alma mater, SCNM, you get simultaneously, I should add, a broad science claim upon naturopathy and details of its pseudoscientific commitments and activities within that categorical label, which, as we've seen abundantly, is typical communication for naturopathy. The radio show is, quote, the body show, unquote, and the June 6th, 2016 episode is called, quote, naturopathic medicine, unquote. What's interesting is this confluence in terms of this episode 12's concerns. The show is hosted by MD, as in medical doctor, Kathy Kozak, an internist who, according to the American Board of Medical Specialties Credential Database, quote, is your doctor certified, unquote, is ABIM certified like medical doctors Atwood and Perlman. She says she spent three years training at the Mayo Clinic and states at one point, quote, if even the Mayo Clinic is looking at some of these things, clearly there is something to be said concerning this complementary or alternative approach. We need to look at it from a more comprehensive approach, unquote. Well, this episode of The Body Show wasn't, quote, comprehensive, unquote, or even near the mark in terms of necessary information. And in that sense, it's what wasn't said that is more important as omission. And in terms of journalism, the interview is quite the circle jerk. The episode's description tells us, quote, We'll talk with a naturopathic physician about how different approaches to medicine can work together to improve overall care, unquote, as a, quote, combination, unquote. I think that's quite the collaboration, medicine and naturopathy. It's like talking about the goodness of a collaboration between astronomy and astrology in improving knowledge. So I have to ask this question off the bat. Is promoting an ND in the way her program does, without much detail as to the essentially naturopathic, an ethical violation of preponderant modern medical ethical code? Because though we don't get an honest, informed definition of naturopathy from the show, we do get promotion of naturopathy, while naturopathy is naturopathy, and M.D. Atwood's 2004 Medscape article, quote, Naturopathy, Pseudoscience, and Medicine, Myths and fallacies versus truth, unquote, pointed out how naturopathy is, from its DNA outwards, in violation of ABIM and AMA ethics principles. He'd written 12 years ago, quote, such collaboration is a direct violation of at least two formal modern statements of medical ethics, the Physician Charter and the American Medical Association Code of Medical Ethics, unquote. Without its breaks, announcements, and commercials, the radio episode is about one hour long, and the host terms her general content category in her introduction for the show as, quote, health and fitness, unquote. But then she goes on to speak for the hour with the ND about the general content category I'd call medicine, stating, quote, we as physicians, unquote, and she covers diseases, diagnoses, and treatments, 
I think that's sloppy labeling. So we're right on naturopathy's main street when it comes to fuzzy thinking. M.D. Kozak does begin with, quote, aloha, unquote, of course, and specifically says to the N.D., quote, I'm glad you're here, unquote, because this is quite the softball interview, and he is very welcomed, cradled, in fact. She terms naturopathy, quote, a different approach to medicine, an alternative scenario, unquote, and titles the N.D., quote, a naturopathic medical doctor, unquote, and, quote, expert, unquote. She says regarding MD medicine as compared to ND medicine, that's medical doctor medicine versus naturopathic doctor medicine, quote, today we are going to explore the different philosophies a bit, and that the ND will explain the trajectory that this field of medicine has taken because a lot of people have preconceived notions as to what it means to be a naturopathic physician. There is a lot of rigorous training, unquote. So the host is cheerleading. The assumption by the host is medicine subset naturopathy and rigor with a promise of explanation, with a promise of understanding meaning. But we don't get such in the, quote, philosophy, unquote, or, quote, meaning, unquote, sense, in the essentially naturopathic sense, even from the naturopath who states, quote, a lot of people ask what a naturopath is. What I always tell them is, a naturopathic doctor is basically a primary care physician that specializes in alternative and integrative care, unquote. But that's by far not enough. What does that mean? In other words, what underlies that? What underlies that elevator explanation? That doesn't tell us about what I can term as the mandatory metaphysicality, epistemic corrosion, and ethical laxity that is at the heart of naturopathy, which is the defining difference between medicine and naturopathy. The naturopath instead equates the realm of a naturopathic doctor with the realm of a medical doctor, stating, quote, as far as schooling, it's very similar to medical doctor school, prereqs in undergrad, chemistry, anatomy, biochemistry, all those things, then in naturopathic doctor school, the first two years are heavily science-based. All your ologies, pharmacology, embryology, gross anatomy, all the same things a medical doctor curriculum would have you do. Then you do your science boards, then you go into clinic, where some of the differences lie, and then you take your clinical boards after four years, and then you get licensed by the state where you are practicing, unquote. Would that naturopathy actually was science-based and not science-posing? E.g., the N.D. mentions homeopathy as part of the curriculum and acupuncture. And he states, coincidentally, quote, I know there's a Dr. Michael Traub on the Big Island, unquote. The medical doctor, ABIM internist host, also spends a lot of time equating naturopathic doctor land with medical doctor land. As in, quote, find some common ground, unquote. Quote, it's almost identical, unquote. As in, quote, two years of basic science, two years of clinicals, unquote. Quote, quote, you also have to pass board certification examinations just like I do, unquote, and, quote, instead of either or, we're talking about and, as in complementary modalities, unquote. But I think the differences are stark. They are differences that make a great difference. Now, I'll say this, too, in correction, it is a gross mistake to call the naturopathic physician's licensing exam for their basic licensure a board certification.
certification, quote, board certification examination, unquote, usually means capstone specialty board certification in medical doctor land, not general licensure certification exam. But naturopaths are fine with the misnomer and don't correct it. The naturopathic doctor doesn't correct her in the episode when she does this. The host does mention, too, quote, our standard of care treatment, unquote. And the naturopath describes regulation and consumer protection regarding supplements as, quote, the Wild West, unquote. And the medical doctor host spends a lot of time excusing naturopaths' dispensaries, as in, quote, being similar to my prescription for a drug, and one of the reasons naturopathy may actually have these different types of vitamins and minerals in their office is because it's one of the few ways that you can make sure someone's getting the right thing, which explains a lot. Sometimes people say, I go to see a naturopath and they want to sell me something from their office, and she rationalizes this as a product with better quality, purity. If it's going to work, you want to make sure it's the right amount and Unquote. The ND does state, quote, they don't have to buy any supplements from me, unquote. And never, never in the hour-long time, would you believe, is that heart of naturopathy, that science-ejected sectarian metaphysical item of vitalism spiritism at the heart of naturopathy that defines naturopathy mentioned. Yet it's in the Hawaii naturopathy law, and it's on their society's page, as we have seen as the essentially naturopathic. So it's like they talked about swimming for an hour without mentioning that you need to get wet. That defining basis stays occult in the radio show, while in fact, quite misleadingly, the show itself is called The Body Show, as if naturopathy is merely mundane and corporeal like that. What a mess. The naturopathic doctor actually terms the basis of naturopathy's healing instead, as in coding vitalism spiritism, quote, that natural biochemical healing mechanism, we do think the body can heal on its own, the healing mechanism, that natural healing pathway, unquote. But a vital force spirit is not a mechanism, not the body, not a pathway, and it's not even natural in the sense of natural versus supernatural. It's a science exterior figmentation and article of faith. The ND states, quote, I want them to take control of their health, unquote, but apparently, ironically, not their information. How paternalistic. What a grift. I find this camouflaging to be quite strategically manipulative and quite naturopathic doctor typical. I guess we don't deserve to know so we can then make an informed decision, as I often say. While we were promised by the host, quote, today we're going to explore the different philosophies a bit, unquote. I find it quite ironic that the host states at one point regarding naturopathy, quote, I think there's a bit more to naturopathy than some people may think, unquote. Oh, yeah. And she also accidentally, ironically states a goal of, quote, kind of get an overall viewpoint, unquote, regarding naturopathy, and, quote, well, that's what we're here to learn today, unquote. And the naturopathic doctor states, ironically, at one point, quote, we can only measure certain things, and we're all trying to find the cause and not just chase the symptoms, unquote. Well, if true, in terms of getting to the thing itself and measurement, that should also include naturopathy's essence. As for his touted, quote, more holistic approach, unquote, he merely mentions, quote, diet 
and the whole body, unquote. Such things are mentioned by the naturopathic doctor as supplements, herbs, supposed toxins getting in the way of healing, heavy metal toxicity as, quote, pretty big in Hawaii, as specifically high mercury levels, unquote, IV therapy, homeopathic injections, and injections into acupuncture points, ozone injections, and adipose stem cell injection. But acupuncture points don't anatomically exist. They are figmentations, and many of these procedures sound like not FDA-approved experimentation without ethical protections in violation of international treaties. And we're told by both the medical doctor and the naturopathic doctor, quote, there's a lot of hope, unquote. That's how you catch your marks. The bait is hope. But you'd be crazy to hold your breath in hope of naturopathic transparency and competent definition. And the medical doctor states, quote, we do have to take a more scientific approach to looking at alternative medicine, unquote. Like, yeah, like the scientific view already established. If you just get off your lazy ass and look, that shows naturopathy is bogus and science exterior, essentially. Quote, the Body Show, unquote, June 6th, 2016 episode, quote, Naturopathic Medicine, unquote, pretty pathetic propaganda. As for legislating the science ejected, I am so embarrassed for the state of Hawaii for sanctioning a standard of care based upon the figmentations of a nonsensical, immoral, and magical kind of archaic thinking. And you must, you must, you must... If you are a Hawaii ND, we're told in 1688, quote, to protect the general public, a naturopathic physician shall make a good faith effort to abide by the standards of practice and patient care provided in this section. The failure to comply with any of the provisions of this section shall subject a licensee to discipline under Chapter 455, HRS, and this chapter, unquote. A Hawaii ND would be breaking Hawaii ND law if he or she didn't practice vitalistically, aka figmentatiously, or superstitiously, or science-ejected and exteriorly. It's like the Taliban of healthcare, a decreed theocracy, or better yet, a decreed animatocracy. And somehow, in mandating the vitalistic spiritistic in terms of clinical activity, which is usually hidden from the public, as they don't deserve to know, but they do deserve to be exploited because such is posed as medically necessary. And science for money, the state of Hawaii is somehow protecting the public with this law. It's crazy, because the law itself is a form of fraud created by fraudsters to protect fraudsters. Is this not the height of cultic mystical weirdness ever? Because it's not even possible to know if one has done what the law requires, because nobody truly knows such of belief stuff in any kind of reliable way. That's why we call it an act of faith, a belief, a leap. What is, quote, good faith, unquote, about an article of faith, a vital force spirit, falsely posed as medically relevant and able to survive scientific rigor? How is the general public protected by such falseness? It thoroughly reeks of bad faith, 
of religious test and religious favoritism. Who has ever imagined such a situation? State-mandated mythology dressed up as empirically verifiable fact. Imagine if you were legally obligated to do something as absurd at your job, like take care regarding the vital force spirit. Perhaps if you were a fisherman in Hawaii, you'd be required to look for the Loch Ness Monster before casting your line. Perhaps if you were a Hawaii pilot, you'd be required to search the sky for dragons before takeoff. Perhaps if you were a Hawaii gardener, you'd be required to watch for any fairies in your garden before you dig. I could go on and on with such, but I won't. But I see this issue as similar to the argument against introducing a particular religious explanation in high school public biology classrooms. Sure, it's not science, and therefore academically wrong, but more so in terms of the Constitution, in favoring one kind of religiosity, the government violates its neutrality concerning a matter of faith, and the government therein cumulatively promotes pseudoscience and violates the Establishment Clause. Overarching all this, we're told, quote, a naturopathic physician is trained to be a primary care family practice physician, unquote. This is especially helpful when your family is composed of, say, cryptids, because you might as well believe such can walk into your office as an ND at any time since your patients are walking in possessed by a figmentation. Cryptid families need a PCP who knows a thing or two about mythology. When your daughter is a fluey little Jersey Devil, when your son is a colicky little Bigfoot. Then naturopaths are the ones to call with their enchanted human physiology and unfettered factuality. What else is in the Hawaii naturopathy standard of care beside science not required and figmentations required? By the way, there are requirements, quote, for ongoing education to critically and without bias evaluate, to continually evolve, to make appropriate interventions, to keep clear and concise records documenting patient care, unquote. How do you chart a vital force spirit clearly and concisely, reliably? Because if you had true ongoing education, if you were truly evolving in terms of your intellect, you'd quickly realize there is no such thing as a vital force spirit in biology, which is the science that medical physiology is a part of, because you'd be thinking like an educated person, which is thinking that is critical and not blinded by sectarian bias, not obligated to sectarian articles of faith falsely posed. Then, treating such a figmentation would be seen for what it is, an inappropriate intervention, and posing such as medically relevant would be seen as truly bogus. We're told about how open it all is for naturopathy. Quote, a naturopathic physician shall use conventional medical diagnostic criteria in the establishment of a diagnosis. Other diagnostic criteria may be used, including those of non-Western medical traditions. All diagnostic criteria shall be consistent with other healthcare disciplines that utilize the same criteria. A naturopathic physician may use a combination of conventional and other diagnostic criteria, unquote. That is a global statement of absolute tolerance, aka our standard of care 
has no boundary. In other words, whatever garbage and non-garbage that you want to use as an ND, you are permitted to use, as long as you are consistent with your chosen system of garbage. We're told also, quote, consent to treatment. A naturopathic physician shall inform the patient of the patient's right to inform the consent and freedom of choice in health care and present the patient with all the options for medical care in an unbiased manner, unquote. But that hiding of vitalism spiritism to me is quite biased and quite not informed. Truly presented consent between an ND and a patient would run in my mind like this. Quote, I'm about to pull a whole bunch of shit out of my ass and mix it with some half-decent stuff as well. And if you stay here, you're going to need this clothespin for the smell. And because this is your health and your life, please acknowledge on this line with your signature that you want my shit and that you don't therein really value your life, your money, or your time. Let's now undermine medicine, science, and basic rights together, unquote. Now, here's an interesting parallel, an indication of how, from the top down, American naturopathy's vitalistic, science-ejected primary focus is. The Hawaii State ND Code of Ethics became the AANP National Code of Ethics, as I have illustrated. And would you believe, if you go to naturopathic.org, the web address of the AANP, the National Naturopathic Organization, the ND standard of practice parallels Hawaii's right down to, quote, vital force, unquote. In AANP's 2012 published, quote, a comprehensive review of the naturopathic profession, unquote, we're told, as we were in Hawaii, quote, the naturopathic physician develops a specific written treatment plan for each patient that is based on naturopathic principles, including, number one, stimulating the patient's vital force to promote healing or, in special instances, supplementing or replacing the action of the vital force when the patient is unable to respond to curative treatment. Naturopathic considerations include vis medicatrix naturae or vital force, unquote. What's really interesting are the current proposed ND licensure laws that forego usage of this language. In that sense, NDs get their laws written without being forthright because such truths about naturopathy are actually licensure impediments. I'll now look over the language of the practices of three NDs in Hawaii. Hawaii ND examples. Naturopaths use their web pages to get customers in to sell naturopathy. So let's look at Hawaii ND's advertising and communication by way of Hawaii ND's language describing what they do and what they're about from their own web pages. Hawaii ND number one, ND Traub. I'll mainly focus in this part on the practice of ND Traub himself at MichaelTraubND.com. The big man on the big island, our old friend. First, we're told on the practice's homepage, quote, naturopathic physicians combine the wisdom of nature with the rigors of modern science, unquote. That, obviously, is a statement of blending science with whatever the, quote, wisdom of nature, unquote, is. Now, I don't think and never will think that naturopathic thought gets it. In stating blending or combining science with 
you just incriminated naturopathy's simultaneous claim that naturopathy is science and science-based categorically and essentially. Duh, an epistemic distinction, science, is not an epistemic mixture, science plus non-science. I'd argue that the, quote, nature, unquote, and N.D. Traub's, quote, wisdom of nature, unquote, is naturopathy's, quote, healing power of nature, or vital force, unquote. And so the statement is an opaque admission that naturopaths mix science with not just the science exterior and non-scientific, but with the coded science ejected. That activity is very basic and fundamental to naturopathy, and that is why it is included in the introduction to each of these episodes. We're told there, too, in support of that, that naturopathy is, quote, steeped in traditional healing methods, principles, and practices, unquote. I'd argue that steeped means obligated to the archaic, as in traditional, as in pre-scientific, as in not modern science-based, like supernaturalism within science, like vitalism, like any old junk. Regarding naturopathy's essential premise, we're merely told, quote, naturopathic physicians help facilitate the body-mind's inherent ability to restore and maintain optimal health, unquote. Oh, such coded vitalism. And we deserve better. We're told, quote, naturopathic physicians treat all medical conditions, unquote. But since a vital force spirit is what naturopaths essentially treat, and a vital force spirit is a figmentation, how is this statement true? We should be told, naturopaths treat metaphysically first and foremost a vital force spirit, and a metaphysical figmentation is not a medical condition. And we're told this whopper, quote, Naturopathic physicians keep themselves up to date on the latest scientific research and incorporate this evidence into their treatments, unquote. Yet, if naturopaths truly do keep themselves up to date regarding, quote, the latest scientific, unquote, then the vital force supernaturalism idea at the heart of naturopathy is truly known by them to be bogus science. And their homeopathy, then, is truly known by them to be bogus science. Therefore, quote, keep themselves up to date, unquote, is an admission of deceit. We're told, quote, naturopathic physicians bring to the patient a whole new arsenal of treatments and insights. Instead of waiting for a disease to emerge, naturopathic physicians work to head it off before it happens, unquote. So there's that claim of special insight, as if modern medicine is severely negligent and not able to be preventative, but naturopathy is in some kind of special way. But if that insight is false, which I think it is, like reliable insight into your vital force spirit, then you're being told you have a fake issue that has been fakely measured, and then the ND will treat that in a very fake way. That, to me, is the epitome of racketeering, creating a fake problem that one benefits from the fake remedying of. It's like a protection racket, except it's not your deli the gangsters are smashing up if you don't pay them to protect it from themselves. It's your vital force spirit. And ND Traub tells us, quote, I specialize in naturopathic oncology, unquote. And if you remember, the American Board of Naturopathic Oncologists, ABNO, which N.D. Traub is a member of as an FABNO, had stated falsely that naturopathy is, quote, scientific nature cure, unquote, a science categorical label that Hawaii N.D.'s own legislated standard of practice belies with its vital force contents explicitly stated that the AANP national standards of practice belies 
Welcome to the massive swindle. Oh boy. There's a dedicated page, quote, homeopathy, unquote, of course, from your double homeopathy certified ND. We're told, quote, Dr. Traub underwent extensive postgraduate training and study in homeopathic medicine. He became board certified in classical homeopathy. He uses this as a basis for his practice, unquote. So, oncology with unicorn tears as a basis. That's quite scary. We're told concerning homeopathy, quote, any substance that can produce specific symptoms when given experimentally to a healthy person can cure those symptoms in a sick person, unquote. But in pharmacology, that is known as bullshit fantasy. And there's this huge claim of homeopathy's efficacy, quote, homeopathy has a distinguished record in the treatment of an extensive range of problems, which includes first aid situations, acute illnesses, and all manner of chronic conditions, unquote. Not in this universe, perhaps in the bizarro universe. There's also the page, quote, cancer, unquote, of course, where we're told, quote, Dr. Traub is board certified in naturopathic oncology by the American Board of Naturopathic Oncology and is a member of the American Board of Naturopathic Oncology Board of Medical Examiners. For more information, see oncanp.org, unquote. So there's that naturopathy created supposed cancer expertise assurance from the people who can't get science's basic boundaries right. They will now be your person treating your cancer. We're also told there, quote, various natural therapies include dietary recommendations, exercise, stress management, nutritional and herbal supplements, homeopathy, high-dose intravenous vitamin C and other IV treatments, detoxification, and psycho-spiritual support, unquote. So, supplements, things borrowed from other areas and termed, quote, natural, unquote, homeopathy, crazy inert things like vitamin C IVs, the toxin boogeyman, and whatever, quote, psycho-spiritual support, unquote, is. It sounds ministerial. Again, the white lab coat, and beneath, the black vestment, medicine integrated with religion, essentially. Now, I'd argue that the, quote, spiritual, unquote, in a naturopathy context, is minimally that, quote, vital force spirit, unquote, figmentation, which they claim underlies everything, and which the Hawaii Indy law mandates, employed in some kind of parapsychological fashion, as psychospiritual is the hijacking of psychology by sectarian supernaturalism, a fanciful psychology. We're told, quote, protocols are extensively researched and largely based on published studies found in mainstream medical and scientific journals, unquote. But homeopathy, which N.D. Traub said is the basis for his treatments, is not to be found therein. Homeopathy is patent science-ejected pseudopharmacy. And the supernatural itself can be found in mainstream scientific journals? No, it's the antithesis of science. And here comes the back end. We're told, quote, costs. Initial visits average $275 for 60 to 90 minutes. Return visits average $100 for 30 minutes. Medications and supplements average $250 per month for a cancer patient. Ho'olokahi provides those high-quality necessary supplements at a reasonable cost. The comprehensive cleansing program averages $3,000 for a one-month program. Method of payment. Ho'olokahi accepts cash, checks, and credit cards. Insurance coverage for naturopathic medicine is limited. Dr. Traub is a provider for Hawaii Medical Assurance Association. Payment is required at the time of service, unquote. 
Wow, there's gold in them there, woo. So just with what I just presented from those three pages, what are we in violation of from the Hawaii State Statute for NDs in terms of ethics and standard of care? Well, in my humble opinion, I'd go with honesty, performance, obligation, and competence, generally speaking. And I'd go with this too, hugely, communication. Because Andy Traub never says he treats the vital force explicitly. Would you believe when you search his site? Though the Hawaii law is explicit as to what an ND must treat, though he is quite the North American naturopathy luminary, though he was our ethics presenter, because the truth is bad for business, when what's truth is nonsense. Hawaii ND number two. Now, ND Traub's practice states on the web page, quote, our doctors, unquote, quote, Corinne Mall DeSoto, ND, joined his practice in June 2014. Her focus is on naturopathic pediatrics and family medicine. See DrMallDeSoto.com, unquote. So let's go there. Andy Mall DeSoto is an NCNM graduate and an AANP member. Andy Mall DeSoto's page, quote, What is Naturopathic Medicine, unquote, states, and this is just wonderful, knowing what we know about naturopathy essentially as compared to what is communicated on the page, Quote, Dr. DeSoto's mission as a naturopathic physician is to provide high-quality, flexible, and individualized pediatric and family health care. She uses the latest research and diagnostic tools, plus clinical experience, historic knowledge, and intuition to integrate the best of modern medicine and natural therapies. Education is a key component of every visit, and Dr. DeSoto encourages people to take take charge of their own health while promising to be a partner in their journey, unquote. We're also told there, quote, treatments you can expect to receive may include herbal medicine, nutrition, homeopathy, micro and macro nutrient supplementation, craniosacral, osseous manipulation, and soft tissue body work, and pharmaceutical prescription and management, unquote. So that's high quality, latest research, knowledge, intuition, integration, education, empowerment and partnership, and then things like homeopathy. But you promised, quote, high quality and latest research and empowerment, unquote. And, as I've said before, since homeopathy is nothing and is lumped in with a bunch of other stuff, as if they are all basically equal as choices, therapeutically speaking, what does that say about all the other stuff? On the same page, we're told, quote, she views intervention through the lens of naturopathic philosophy. The philosophical tenets of naturopathic medicine are as follows. Number one, the healing power of nature, vis medicatrix naturae, naturopathic medicine recognizes an inherent self-healing process in people that is ordered and intelligent. Naturopathic physicians act to identify and remove obstacles to healing and recovery, and to facilitate and augment this inherent self-healing process. The naturopathic physician seeks to identify and remove the underlying causes of illness, rather than to merely eliminate or suppress 
Symptoms. Treat the whole person. Naturopathic physicians treat each patient by taking into account individual, physical, mental, emotional, genetic, environmental, social, and other factors. Since total health also includes spiritual health, naturopathic physicians encourage individuals to pursue their personal spiritual development, unquote. So coded vitalism, which is covert supernaturalism, and requisite explicit supernaturalism. I say requisite as forced. From this sample, which quite inaccurately calls itself a, quote, definition, unquote, what are we in violation of from the Hawaii State Statute for NDs in terms of ethics and standard of care? Again, I can use all the criticisms I listed for ND TROB, violations regarding honesty, performance, obligation, competence, and communication, because we have coding and we have nonsense posed as therapy and nothing is contextualized as such. Like Andy Traub, Andy Mall DeSoto never says she treats the vital force explicitly in this naturopathy definition. Though the Hawaii law is explicit as to that being what a Hawaii ND must treat. And homeopathy is always a great litmus test of integrity, aka lack of integrity. When I search her entire site, actually, there is no mention of quote vital force unquote. We should be told ethically speaking, that such is the goal, and that such is science ejected, along with so much else that's being done, but such truths are bad for business. Hawaii ND number three. ND Joy Ostroff is also an NCNM graduate and AANP member. Now she does mention, quote, vital force, unquote, copiously. So though it's a science-ejected idea, at least there's some transparency there as to her goals and naturopathy's basic context. In, quote, natural pregnancy, unquote, we're told, quote, after the detoxification process is complete, nutritional absorption and vital force is enhanced, and getting pregnant occurs as it is intended in most cases, unquote. That's quite a promise about the toxin boogeyman, figmentation, then affecting the vital force, figmentation. Creating fertility, because in naturopathy, even obstetrics is centered around figmentation. I wonder if there's a stork in the picture somewhere. In, quote, allergies, unquote, we're told by N.D. Ostroff, quote, homeopathic medicine offers natural allergy treatments as alternatives to the ingestion of chemicals into the body. A naturopathic approach uses minute amounts of plants, minerals, or animal substances to cure a variety of ailments by promoting inner health to balance the vital force, unquote. Right. And, of course, there's her page, quote, homeopathic medicine, unquote, which tells us, quote, homeopathy is more than 200 years old and is widely accepted and used in other countries. Homeopathic medicine is a system of treating disease discovered by Samuel Hahnemann in the 1800s. It is based on the theory that like attracts like. Homeopathic remedies are minute doses of a substance from the animal, vegetable, or mineral kingdom that have been prepared in such a way that the chemical structure of the medicine cannot be determined. These remedies work by stimulating the vital force of the individual, enabling it to cleanse the offending poison from the system, much like an immunization. Homeopathic medicine can work on mental-emotional issues as well as for physical problems, unquote. So there's some homeopathic supposed theory and a claim of efficacy. 
And I would argue that the structure of the medicine is quite known, water or sugar pellets. Now, what's most interesting about the page is that, quote, vital force, unquote, is hyperlinked. When you click on it, it takes you to her defunct, quote, naturopathic glossary, unquote, entry for, quote, chi, unquote, a synonym. So you know you're in the land of the archaic when your central premise has a synonym from pre-scientific times. Also, since anything goes, diagnostically speaking, according to the Hawaii ND law, is it not so surprising that N.D. Ostroff offers electrodermal screening as diagnosis and, quote, iris diagnosis, unquote, which are both termed, quote, appropriate tests, unquote. Appropriate when anything goes and there is no epistemic baseline. Now, she does have more transparency than the previous NDs I looked at in Hawaii, but there's essential nuttiness there, too, not properly labeled as nutty, not couched in a warning. Here be monstrous woo. Such honest warnings are bad for business. So, without going into too much detail just now with Andy Ostroff, I think she's a great illustration of just how stuck the ND law gets an ND, even if you do what it allows and do what it requires you're quacking like crazy, because that's what sets naturopathy apart from modern medicine. It's unfetteredness. It's without boundariness. It's without scientific rigorness. Now, I'll readily admit that this wasn't a complete survey of Hawaii NDs, just a small sampler, so as not to enlarge this episode part too much. It's long enough. And I became curious about one other thing in doing this in Hawaii, the AANP board members and how they relate to their AANP code of ethics. So, at the start of the next part of this episode 12, which I've termed episode 12C2, I'm going to first take a look at those NDs since the AANP's page listing its board members at naturopathic.org also links to their practice pages. Let's see what they're communicating and therefore doing. Thank you for boldly listening. Talking about, talking about, talking about, talking about.